Hey, this is Michael Russo, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning into episode number 38. And I have a special guest star for you guys today, someone who is now my new friend who is a friend of a friend and now my friend and he is someone who was brought to my attention and as soon as I heard his story I was like yes absolutely no doubt he has to be on the show as long as he says yes let's make this happen and so he's on the show today and his name is Michael Russo and at the time of this recording he's a full-time college student and founder of Sticky Quotes which we'll talk about more later in this episode he's a double major in business management and philosophy, which, you know, I, I'm, gonna, I'm interested to hear how those two goes together, <laughs> and is very active on his campus, serving as president of the Entrepreneurship Club. And one of his goals is to one day found a company in the clean, renewable energy industry that helps save the planet. Well, Mike's already doing his part in making this world a better place with his positive attitude and sticky quotes business. So please welcome Mike to the show. Hey, Mike. Hey, Amy. Thank you for the awesome introduction. I uh, really appreciate it, and I'm so happy to be on the show. Uh, I am happy to have you here. Listen, before we get into why I'm so stoked to have you on the show, let's let's back up to you are in college, so you're a young gun, right? Yeah. You're about to graduate, though. What's the yes. countdown? I think we're at 45 or 46 days. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to check on that, but it's May 21st, so we're almost there. You know, it... it it doesn't matter because somewhere in the world it may be the other date. You know what I mean? Yeah. In India, it could be like 45. You're fine. Oh. You're good. <laughs> it's still there. That's exciting, though. So you're about to graduate. When you entered college, is this what you imagined where you are right now? Honestly, I was um, kind of. I was always pretty optimistic about my life um, in terms of like being successful. I was always pretty driven. And like I always wanted, I always had a vision to do something big. I just didn't know what it was. But uh, in high school, I was actually in a really cool program in my senior year where I started a virtual business in my like senior college business class. An actual and, uh, business? Yeah. Well, it's a really weird concept. It's called virtual enterprises. And you are connected with like all of the high schools across the country and the world, actually, who have virtual businesses. So like there's a virtual law firm and a virtual marketing firm and a virtual promotional products company and all the actions are real we really did financial reporting and marketing efforts and designing websites and whatnot but it was you know virtual currency and really cool high school program honestly I was so fortunate I'm so happy to be in the program I still mentor kids in the program to this day and uh it's awesome that's awesome. really cool I've never heard of that it's um so you essentially get practical experience without the risk in reality, I mean, there's a risk, yeah. I'm sure, virtually. Definitely. And there's like business plan competitions and trade shows. So a lot of the things I was doing in high school, I'm doing now. I just didn't know I was would be as entrepreneurial as I would be. That kind of came in the uh, 
later, uh, mid middle of my college experience. Now, were you always double major? Um, I came in accounting major um, freshman year because I was like the chief financial officer of my uh, virtual business. And, you know, I thought I liked accounting and then I took a few classes. I'm like, wow, this is really hard. And <laughs> I, I shadowed. There's more to it? Yeah, I shadowed like at a company for a day or two. And like I, I talked to a whole bunch of CPAs and I've seen kids struggle through the, the CPA exam. And that just really wasn't, wasn't for me. And uh, I did an internship next semester at Morgan Stanley because I thought I'd like finance. And I didn't like that. But I was there for like a year. And it was a great experience, but uh, I figured out learning what you don't like to do is kind of just as valuable as learning what you do like to do. So it was a good experience. Yeah. That happened. And then I switched to business management and I was like in liberal arts honors program and I had to, I was introduced to a philosophy class. I was always a bit of a thinker and it kind of got me going. I felt like I was mind blown every class. So I got really interested in it and I had a room in my schedule for it. There's one thing to like a class, but you're double majoring in it. Yeah, I've taken like 18 credits or 21 credits, which is usually like six or seven, you know, three-hour classes a week. So it's a lot of a lot of hours of class. I mean, I know I'm a little removed from the college world, but correct me if I'm wrong. And for those who are in, not in college because they're in high school or you're way out of college and you don't remember, 18 credits, that's a lot of credits to be taking one semester. Yeah, it's nuts. Usually you take like 12 to 15, which is like three, four, you know, three-hour classes. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so college isn't so far off from But it's what weird. I when, the more credits I take, the higher GPA I have. And the less credits I take, I think because I have more time to like, you know, relax and not do as much schoolwork, I think I find myself being less productive when I have less things scheduled. So that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> So would you say, based on your experience and what you just said, that by keeping busy, because 18 credits does keep you busy, you, you're more focused? Yeah, especially for an entrepreneur when you don't have like a boss telling you what needs to be done and when. To have anything um, fixed in your schedule is like a nice little cornerstone so you can like schedule around and like have an idea of when you can and can't do things. Uh, it definitely helps me. Uh, that's the way I've been thinking about it lately. I can't say I've thought like that for the past four years. It's kind of just coming to me now, but uh, it's definitely helping out thinking like that. Life experience, Mike. Life yeah. experience. I mean, it's amazing how much you've done already. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how Sticky Quotes came about for the audience, so those who are not aware yet of what Sticky Quotes is. Definitely. So when I was at that uh, Morgan Stanley internship that I mentioned before, my um, boss was, I was underneath a financial advisor and I was in like the wealth management division. It was really cool. Not for me, but really cool. And he would write me all my to-do lists on sticky notes and like they weren't the most exciting tasks. It was kind of, I did some important things, but it was mostly like intern duties, you know, like that you regularly imagine like they do in the movies. And he wrote me a positive quote on a sticky note one day instead of a to-do list and like it was a really uh, nice experience because he usually wasn't that friendly all the time. He was a good guy, but not that friendly. <laughs> and uh, it was really, it was really inspiring. And like, I liked the idea, and I started writing them. And I always shared like motivational content on my social media as it was. So I just started sharing that too. It was like part of my routine. You know, once a week or twice a week, I'd write a quote and share it. And then uh, I guess being the business-minded college student I was, I kind of saw it as like that'd be really cool. Like you know, they they have calendars with quotes on them and posters with quotes on them. And they even have like they even have you know promotional sticky notes with things on them, but there's no like 
pack of inspirational sticky notes, like particularly themed. And it made sense because I always saw it as like a random act of kindness that people did for years. Like I wasn't the first to write a quote on a sticky note, um, but I was the first to really like, in my opinion, turn it into a business, which has been uh, in itself a crazy, crazy experience. But I was printing them in my house for a while, um, just sticking sticky notes on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper one by one and running them through my printer. And it was crazy. And uh, I eventually found someone who could pr- commercially produce what I do at the scale I needed it. Um, and I entered a business plan competition, won some money, and was able to pay for my first run of inventory. And then I secured an investment from some people at my school like that I networked with that were in the business division. And it was just, it was like so normally the biggest challenge for entrepreneurs is like access to capital and being a college student, it was just like, there was so many opportunities in front of me when I had an idea and so many people willing to help the internship and college really were like vital in starting sticky quotes. So it's been like a great support. Let's, let's back this up because you said it's an amazing story, right? Your boss at the time inspires you to do this, right? You see it, there it is. And then you go and start doing it yourself. Are you a, do you have graphics in your background? Are you are you good with it? Or were you just writing like? No, no absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I was terrible. Were you doodling? <laughs> I couldn't even. I was like just writing like in my terrible handwriting. Like I'm a lefty. Every time I write, it smears across the page, and it just looks terrible. But I bought some stock photography at first, and was just using like quotes that you find on the internet. Like, and I bought like the exclusive rights to use them, or not the exclusive just like the rights to use them in commerce and whatnot. And uh, that was like really a good lesson in itself, like learning how to just hack things together because I didn't have really the money to go pay a designer and I didn't have the skills to do it myself. So you found a way, you're putting this stuff together on this post-it note. Was that before, and you're sticking it everywhere, was that before you got the sense of, hey, let's make it a business? Or, or was that just kind of when it happened? Yeah, so this is when like the entrepreneurship club piece kind of overlaps simultaneously and coincidentally as I was leaving my internship I was enrolling in an entrepreneurship like one credit class and it was a great introduction and my teacher and two of my teachers ended up one being my mentor who I interned for um, at an awesome tech company called No More Robo which is just insanely amazing and he's a great uh, mentor and uh, he's the one who kind of taught me my technical stuff eventually and then the other teacher was my ultimately my investor now and um, they're both awesome guys and uh, they asked me to start the entrepreneurship club with them at the school after the class and uh, I brought I brought them naturally that idea when we were in the class and in the club and uh, they kind of steered me in the right direction. So you had a mentor to help guide you but I mean you're still at the same time learning all of this. Yeah. Did you really take a a post-it note, stick it to a eight and a half by 11, stick it in your printer and yeah. then print it? Yeah. So I was looking up how to print sticky notes, like custom sticky notes. And everywhere I looked, you can only print a pad of sticky notes where every quote is the same throughout it or every image. Like, you know, when um, a company gets custom sticky notes to have in the office and whatnot, like it's the same thing on every page. Yeah. The shape um, and the the wording and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really um, sticky quotes. There's a different quote on every page, which is really unique, and uh, it's not an easy process to print, actually. And um, that's why it was really tough to find a printer who could ultimately do it. For a while, like you said, I was. If you look up how to print sticky notes at your house, like there's do-it-yourself ones, and uh, you could get a template, and it's like 
imagine the eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, or and there's six six spots for a sticky note on it, and you just run it through, and you manually sticking them. And I was packaging them, and I designed a cover on Illustrator, uh, the Adobe software, and then I. I went on Uline, a, a big packaging website, and bought a bunch of retail bags. And I was just walking really store to store, like independent gift shops in my town and asking feedback. And three of them um, actually took them and sold them for me. They took like 20 units at a time. And uh, it was just getting those little pieces of traction and um, having a few sales here, a few sales there. I was selling on Etsy because it was handmade at that point. It was a great way to prove my concept. And it really worked. And people really liked it. So one real t- retailer takes 20 units. How many is in one unit? At that time, it was 24. It was totally different. It was just four pieces of paper with six sticky notes on each. Now it comes in a pad of 50, um, 50 sticky notes, and there's usually 25 unique quotes at each repeat, or there's 50 unique quotes, depending on which pad. So you made 480 Post-its, put it together, packaged it, and oh gave my God, it to a retailer miserable. by hand. That yeah, would, I, and that's just one. One day, I just made like 130 of them in one day. So whatever 130 times 24 post-it notes is, is how many post-it notes I stuck. That's and 3,120 post-it notes. Well, I've never seen that really many post-it really good notes. math. <laughs> it was, um, uh, yeah, I went to Staples. They thought I was crazy. And uh, you have to print the sheet first and then, you know, run the sticky notes back out and then put the sticky notes on to get, you know, you have to print the template and whatever. It was crazy. It was miserable. Um, there were sticky notes everywhere. My mom hated me because they were all over my kitchen. My dorm room is is still, but at that point it was really crazy and it, it was covered in sticky notes. And guys, and, uh, the reason I'm I'm <laughs> breaking this down, I guess if you will, is this isn't easy. What he did, he went and did this process. It was tedious. It was manual. It was probably hair pulling, annoying at p- times. But he still did it. I mean, 3,120 sticky notes in one day. And then, I mean, you, you didn't even have a guarantee that anybody going door to door would want it. And you're, you're taking a chance. Did you yeah. just believe in it that much? Honestly, I was reluctant to do it because I, I got so frustrated that there wasn't a way to just pay someone to print it. Because, you know, like I worked, I interned for a while. I had a little money saved up and I wanted to just pay someone to print it. And when I found out you couldn't really do it unless you had a lot, a lot of money, my mentor, who I referenced before, just told me he, he's the one who found the do-it-yourself method to do it. And like I was at my internship working for him, and he spent an hour with me like, like making me do it, basically. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, There's no way I'm going to go home for the next day and a half <laughs> and, and do this. Like, You can't make me. I'm not, I don't want to do entrepreneurship. And he's like, just try it. If you don't, do, if you don't like it, you know, it's whatever. You move on to the next thing. I didn't really care also because I knew I would be able, I would just give the sticky notes away because they were positive and like That's um, what that was what you wanted to do with them, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the initial focus anyway. I didn't want to get like greedy or be like all about the business. It was I was still doing like a positive thing, which is really what it started from. But the thing is though, Mike, it you did this, you didn't know, and now you I mean, you can say that you've literally made this company, right? From the ground yeah. up, and you've done every part of the job in, in that you've actually literally made the sticky notes. And so while you're doing this and you're, you never got tired of it, I mean, I probably would have thrown my hands up in the air. What, did you ever think that, that this wouldn't work because you might not find a printer to do it automatically for you? Did that fear ever come in? 
Yeah, well, um, I was thinking of so many schemes on how I was going to do it if it didn't work. So I was trying my hardest not to be dissuaded by the fact that it was taking a long time to find them. I didn't really have much of a plan B. So I just kind of went and uh, I waited till I felt like it was... Honestly, I, I, I was treating it as a project almost and it wasn't like a full-time business. But then when I realized... I guess the point where I realized it was a full-time business was when I started, I pitched in that business plan competition and simultaneously I found, like right before that, I found the printer. So it all kind of happened at once where, like I hate, I hate the term overnight success. Like I don't really believe in that because that's, there's so much behind the scenes work that goes into things. I was going to say thing. that you, you, what you did is not an overnight success. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get really annoyed when I hear that term. <laughs> I mean, it's the people yeah. like... Taraji P. Henson, like a 20 year overnight success with Empire, you know, it, yeah. you've worked so hard for it. And while um, you've gone through all of this, yeah, it looks like the strokes have, you know, the stars have aligned for everything to kind of suddenly happen. But you really did put your put the effort into it. Yeah, I did. And I, I think I think being in college and being kind of risk tolerant at that point, because I'm, I'm, I'm so young, I, I was younger at that point. Um I think I kind of, I wasn't afraid to fail, which is huge and is a, you know, such cliche advice, like don't be afraid to fail. But um, <laughs> it, it really, I didn't even think about failing because it was, it wouldn't have been a failure either way, I guess. Well, now, so, now you're here, right? And so I got to ask, how do you not run out of inspiration or motivation to, to write on these sticky, sticky notes? That's funny because I'm I almost want to rip up every sticky note I see now because they're <laughs> they're all over the place. I love them though, like I love the quotes and I love, you know, writing them and thinking of them. They're just everywhere. Every time I'll pull out my drawers and I'll be folding clothes and I'm finding sticky notes. But the motivation comes from, I just being able to do things like this, um, being on a podcast like this. I get asked to come talk to high school students, like with the program I mentioned in the beginning, and uh, just being involved on campus and. Again, being in college, I have a great like support system. Like they put me on the website, which is like such a good feeling, and they let me have table days where I can like sell my product and give feedback constantly, which has been huge. Yeah, I think just having a great uh, support system with mentors and resources is really valuable. And my time's running out with those resources because in a month I won't be a college student. It really just keeps me going, and um, I, I think I'm going to end up staying involved with my college in some form and the entrepreneurship program and helping build it. And uh, me being able to help other people do what I did is really, really rewarding. So you made this business, though, and you're you have a mentor. Was there some kind of guideline? Or is it in your club that kind of laid out what you need to be doing, or were you just kind of trial and error? All right, great, the retail thing yeah. worked. Now what do I do? No, it's crazy because the club in itself was a startup. Like there was no entrepreneurship club before me and this guy, this my mentor got there. Like it was not a thing. I was the first one in the entrepreneurship class ever. It was a one credit class and they were like piloting it. And um it was it was a startup in itself which really helped us. Before sticky quotes, um we as a as a group, like the first six kids in the club, we made this we took a greeting card and put a LED, like an LCD video screen in it and uh, you were able to upload videos from like Facebook and Twitter onto this card. Yeah, it was, it was we hacked it together. Again, we, you know, we sourced like a, a sample. They used this for like promotional 
products. If you go to like BMW and buy a car, they give you like a, a little booklet with a screen in it. And we found them um, from Alibaba actually, and we ordered them from China. And um, that was a great experience too, because now I talk with suppliers all over the world. And that was really, it gave me a taste of that. We got this thing for like $40 and it was not worth it. It was not, it was pretty junky. And, uh, but we had a prototype in our hand and we pitched it and it was cool. And we, you know, we showed it to the school and, you know, we got some, it was just like our first project and that was a startup in itself. It was, it was awesome. And then, uh, three months later we all kind of realized it wasn't going to work and we all went into like our different ventures. I have a whole bunch of friends in the club who also have their own really cool things going on. Well, it's exciting because they, they do say, you know, uh, surround yourself by the people that are similar to you. Yeah, definitely. Right? And the fact that you've already got that support system, that uh, peer group mastermind, if you will, is, is great. Oh, it's so, it's so awesome. Um, the, we have like a Long Island startup uh, meeting. Uh, it's called Started on Long Island, actually. Every, the last Wednesday of every month, we go into a restaurant like all over the island and we meet because everyone's from all over the place, so we try and hit every town. It's really like a mastermind, like you said, and it's it's a great it's one of the greatest ways to get feedback from people who because a bunch of random people come all the time, new people every time we go there, and uh, really having a fresh set of eyes on your idea, new perspectives is like what it's all about, and we always encourage you know not only we we don't work with just business majors and the you know entrepreneurship club. I love when kids from other majors come. It's like the that's really when the best things happen. So I saw something interesting when I was doing my research. Before our interview, because yes, guys, I do do research. Okay, <laughs> knew that. Um, you tried out for Shark Tank. Yeah, I did. I did I did? It was crazy. Um, I went again with my mentor. He uh, kind of made us go. Was this was in like, New York? Yeah, we went to the one at ABC Studios in New York. That was a crazy experience. We got there really, really early in the morning, ten o'clock maybe, and we were there till midnight oh man <laughs> yeah we were i mean we, we got we got interviewed at like eight probably seven or eight but we stood online for like seven eight hours we walked around the city for a little but you got your bracelet and then they tell you go away and then come back in an hour when we open the doors and it was just total chaos there's like 700 people there and we walked in the room uh it's not like you're pitching to the big sharks at this point it's just like they're casting directors and they um you have 30 seconds to a minute to pitch them an idea. And it was, it was honestly really, it was pretty nerve wracking. And I don't usually get nervous for things like that, especially I, I public speak in front of like way more people. And it, it's, it was just one person face to face, but everyone's in a line pitching next to each other. And it was a great experience. It was crazy. I met so many cool people online who are doing so many cool things. And uh, I've actually, I mean, I connected with people on Instagram and collaborated with them off the Shark Tank line. It was amazing. Was so cool. I mean, yeah. for- <laughs> The fact that you were there till midnight and you only had 30 seconds to a minute. I mean, did you practice what you wanted to say? Yeah, but the thing is when I got there, I wish I didn't do what I practiced because my I didn't get on to the second round. My best friend I went with, one of my best friends and my mentor, who are both part of the club, um, they they both got on the next round. And they, I'm, I'm, I always script things usually. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of get like to be organized before. And they're like, you should just freestyle this one. It's not going to be like that. And I didn't believe them. And uh, they were right. And uh, they got on to the next round, and I didn't. Wait. So, do you, is this like American Idol where you could try again in the next season or something? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go. I could have went. Um, I mean, I could have went to like Philadelphia a few weeks later and tried out again. But um, would you do that? 
Well, yeah, this was this was 2015, but I I would do it now. I should have probably went again, but I, I think I was there way too early. It was only two three months into the business. I didn't have enough traction. This this um this year I would definitely go back, but I didn't see an, a New York open casting call, and the other one was in like California, and it was like around when I have finals, and it's crazy. You're so responsible, Mike. <laughs> Look at that, about to graduate yeah. from college, a senior, talking about finals. Yeah, I don't even want to think about them, but... That's right, because you have like 45, 46 days. Yeah, finals will be here before you know it. You skip over that part, 45, 46 days, and then you're graduated. I know, I know. That's Uh, the cool part. The light at the end of the tunnel, I can see it. So tell us, Mike, because I'm not the only one now hooked. I'm pretty sure there are other people who are listening who are hooked. What is next for Sticky Quotes? Yeah, so it started with just... um, inspirational quotes and then I released um, after you know surveying people what kind of quotes they want what kind of content they want to see I released um, love letters which are you know obviously like romance theme lunchbox notes which is the first time the first thing most people say when I, I show them a sticky quote is oh it's like a lunchbox note like I put it on my kids lunchbox uh, so I just finally made those um, this was a few months ago like girl power um, female empowerment like style express yourself type quotes and then um Words of wisdom, like philosophy quotes, um, which uh, are my favorite. And they're all about like life and Zen type quotes. And they're, they're awesome. And uh, I'm going to come out with a bunch more categories of quotes this summer, hopefully. I have some being designed now. Uh, education, like diet, fitness. I might even come out with like um, sarcastic, kind of passive aggressive, but not too mean, but kind of inspiring and funny quotes. I'm trying to find a nice balance there. And, you know, uh, Mike, when you're doing that, <laughs> if you come up with a sarcasm font... <laughs> I think you would be the hero for the world. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Wow. Uh, you should trademark that. <laughs> sarcasm bot? Yeah, copyrighted or something. That's good. <laughs> I, just gotta, somebody has to put that together. I'm going to put that out in the world. Somebody come up with a sarcasm font. It's 2016, y'all. There should be one out by now. Just yeah. saying. Do you ever run out of things to put, like to write down? Like, Fortunately, there's an endless, endless oh, – back to when I started, um, I honestly cannot remember a time any day. Like right now, if you pick up your phone and scroll down any social media feed, I guarantee you will see a sunset with a quote or something with a quote and there's quotes everywhere. But um, it's all digital and yeah, it's great you know, to – share things inspirationally on digital platforms but it's i think it's really cool to have it in person it's a totally different effect but yeah there's quotes everywhere so uh, a lot of them in there in the public domain which anyone can use um that's like if there's a whole bunch of laws surrounding that which i've had to finagle and deal with and learn about and uh get advice on which has been an awesome learning experience uh, about copyrights and all that stuff some of them you have to pay for the rights to use. Some you have to um, ask for permission. Some people are just, you know, they want, they would love to have their content featured. And uh, I'm working on building a big database of all the quotes on uh, that are on the sticky notes and like connecting like the authors with them and giving them a way to, you know, promote their content and stuff. Um, a lot of people are interested in putting their own content on the quotes, which is um, a whole nother business model that I'm working on. But people love having their quotes on it and, um, yeah, most of them are just generic quotes that I think of some of them. Some are just creatively spun, and uh, it's always fun collecting them. So are you now like getting someone to help you with the, the graphics that are on these quotes, or is it still all you? 
So I use actually a few different designers I've had over time, and uh, I've just tried everything. Um, I use an awesome pro, uh, awesome website, Upwork or Elance. It used to be at least, and I found a bunch of freelancers uh, because my school is not really like technical like that. It's a nursing school and really education and business, and so I had a hard time finding someone here. And um, I found people in my network, but I wanted somewhere to compare prices to. And uh, I found a, ba- a bunch of people who were really interested in the project and just wanted, you know, their kind of their name on it and really cared about the project also. So uh, it's really never been a problem finding people to collaborate, which is always awesome. And uh, I really appreciate everyone who loves to be a part of the movement and stuff. I mean, it's an amazing movement. And, and something that I think the world needs is more positivity. And the fact that you kind of saw that and wanted to do that is, is amazing. And so I actually have to ask about your goal that that you talked about, um, well, that I knew about and mentioned in the beginning, that you wanted to found a company in the clean renewable energy industry that helps save the planet. Is helping the planet or making things better, has that always been something important to you? Actually, no. I was totally unaware and my head was totally in the sand in terms of anything wrong with the environment. And I had no idea and I can't blame it on anyone my parents, you know, in their generation had no idea about that stuff. And people still don't necessarily think there's a, a problem with the environment. To me, it became obvious. Uh, my little brother, who actually, I just missed a phone call from him, but I will call him later. He goes to school for sustainability management. And he's a freshman now. He's a lot younger than me. But he's always been, like, way ahead of his time, a very smart and very science background. He would always tell me these crazy things. I never believed him. And then, like, I started to hear, read about it in the news, and I finally started to believe him and ask him a bunch of questions. And this was, like, when I was a senior in high school. Honestly, if I was a little earlier, I probably would have ended up going to school for some kind of environmental engineering or something because that's what I'm really, really passionate about. I think, uh, like, energy and technology. Um, I'm actually pretty optimistic about the future in terms of, like, the climate, and I think science might save us all and technology somehow. Uh, even if they have to move the earth away from the sun if it gets too hot. I don't know. I think they'll, fi- I think they'll figure something out. I've always been interested in that stuff. Well, it's really uh, ad- admirable what you're doing. I mean, if I remember correctly, the founder of Five Hour Energy has taken his province and he created a company that's you know, doing research on that kind of thing, on you know, how to better the environment, the world, and everything. You should look into him. Yeah, He's definitely. Doing some amazing things also. And I could see you kind of doing something similar, sticky quotes taking off and then you on the side working to to make the world a better place in a different way. Yeah, that sticky notes is, you know, sticky quotes definitely like makes people happy and it's more like a psychology, a positive philosophy type thing, but uh it's uh you know, it's a, I love the project. I love working on it. Um I'm so passionate about the company and like the mission. But, uh, you know, sticky notes aren't the end of it for what I want to do. And uh, there's definitely more for me. But uh, I'll never forget, you know, the mission that I started sticky quotes with. That's always, like, going to be a part of my philosophy going forward. And I think it kind of translates to the the energy environmental piece um, just in a different, you know, still going to be entrepreneurial. And I'll probably start something myself. I just got to, you know, learn a new subject, really. Well, I have no doubt that you could do that. Thank but, you. Thank Mike, you. before we wrap up, there's one thing I ask all my guests to do. And I'm curious to hear what your answer is. What is one thing you would tell a dream chaser? It could be a piece of advice. It'd be a book. It could be anything under the sun. What would you 
impart upon them. All right, I'm gonna make this relevant to the the whole pit, the whole show here. Um, my favorite sticky quote is, um, "The mind is like a parachute. If it doesn't open, it doesn't work." So, be open minded. And again, that is super cliche, but you need to say yes to things you normally would not say yes to, um, and you need to do things you normally wouldn't do. And uh, a piece of advice I just got yesterday, which is totally related to being open minded is, um, you know, however long you think something is going to take, it's going to take way longer. And however hard you think it's going to be, it's going to be way harder. So um, you got to be open-minded in the sense you got to think of things from different perspective. And this is like my philosophical background. And, you know, you got to be critical of things and question things and look for problems and look for solutions. And to do that, you can't, you have to be open to new experiences and willing to try new things because when you try new things, opportunities pop up. Uh, if you're doing the same thing every day and, you know, going to school every day and you're going home back to your room and you're not doing anything, you're going to work and have no extracurricular, no other involvement, no other interests, it's hard to see other opportunities and, you know, have a new perspective. So keep an open mind. I love that. I love that. And I, I'd love to see where it's taking you. Thank you so much, Mike, for, for being on the show and sharing your story. And I hope others are inspired by what you've done and also by your sticking quotes. Yes, please buy my sticky quotes. That would be um, amazing. Um, the website is mystickyquotes.com, and you can find us on social media at mystickyquotes.com. Um, a portion of our product, a portion of the profits, do go to that organization I was talking about earlier. Um, and hopefully, in the future, I want to collaborate with a bunch of other organizations that work to build student entrepreneurship and eventually my own thing that helps build that would be awesome. And uh, the podcast I just started is called The Motivation Movement, and it all ties in uh, the whole mission of Sticky Notes, uh, inspiring people when they least expect it. Yeah, I'd love for you guys to follow, and I'd love to stay in contact with you guys and get engaged with your audience and everyone, and that'd be great. And that was Mike Russo. Guys, isn't he amazing? The things he is doing, the positivity he is spreading around the world Definitely keep your eye out for the things he is doing. I think we're going to see a lot more from Mr. Russo, and I'm looking forward to it. And definitely check out all the links he mentioned. You can find them on the show notes page at ChasingDreamsHQ.com slash episode 38. That's episode 38. And until next time, guys, stay positive and keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.